If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Sharice Williams, welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's start by you telling our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on today. This is really a pleasure and an honor. Um, So I do appreciate that. Let's see. So tell you a little bit. Wow, that's a loaded question. Um, So as you mentioned, my name is Sharice Williams. I am a a former ICU nurse. Um, I've been a nurse for a while. 25 years. That sounds like a very, very long time, but nurse for 25 years, worked in the IC for about uh, uh, eight or 10 years, something like that. And then I transitioned into education and then project management. That's when I actually started my uh, first company, project management. And then what happened (laughs) with me, which happens with a lot of people, especially super high achievers, right? We go all in with our careers, right? And so really for me, to the detriment of my health, I started um, having migraines out the wazoo. Um, and I had always, I've had headaches since I was like 14, but they, but they started coming more frequently and more intense to the point where I was having like two migraines a week, debilitating migraines. Um, because I was so involved in my business. And at that point I had two businesses actually. And, um, traveling the country, I, you know, but what happened was again, because I was so consumed with my job, my, my, my business, I was not eating right. I was not taking care of myself. I was not sleeping. I was working sometimes 16, 18, 20 hours sometimes. And I found myself, um, in a lot of pain, always tired, migraines. And, and I had like picked up like 80 extra pounds of weight. And I thought, Oh Lord, we're in trouble now we're in trouble. And so, um, Although my background is nursing and traditional healthcare, I knew I didn't, whenever I would take medication, I always felt off, right? I never felt like myself and I didn't like the side effects of of the medications for the migraines or whatnot. So I I started exploring holistic options. And um, have you been feeling stressed or overwhelmed in your personal or professional life? You have no idea. I think you should register for the free stress solution series to learn how to craft your personalized stress blueprint. What is it? March 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Secure your spot at www.stresssolutionseries.com. 
And I started to learn how we can use food as medicine. I started to learn, you know, the importance of breath work and meditation and herbs and just lots of different holistic uh, modalities. And I started using them. And lo and behold, I started dropping weight. My migraines disappeared. I literally have not had a migraine in over two years at this point. And that is unheard of for me, right? And so um, dropped 80 pounds initially. Um, like I said, migraines went away. Energy came back through the roof. Um, pain dissipated because the pain was because of the excess weight. And because I just wasn't sleeping, I wasn't doing anything for myself, you know, um, just basic things. And what was really interesting is that as I started to naturally heal my body, I started to just very organically share like with my friends my family my colleagues that type of thing I'm like oh you should do this you have a headache try some lavender or something and and then after a while I thought I love this more mm -hmm. people need to know this and and the people that I was sharing sharing with with were a lot of them were my friends who were nurses and I'm like we don't know this stuff and um and I found that I got so much joy from doing that. And so um, along the way, as I was learning how to learn all these different modality, modalities to help heal my body, I would always, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, I, I love knowledge. I love learning. And so I would get all these little certifications along the way, not having any intention on, on doing anything with it, just for my own personal you know, benefit. Mm -hmm. And then I'll never forget. I was literally, uh, this was 2006. 17, I might forget the date, but I, don't, I won't forget the experience. I was, we were on vacation in Jamaica. I was sitting on my, on my balcony and I heard, I asked a question and I heard a very distinct answer. And I asked, I said, okay, God, what am I supposed to be doing with all of this information that I've acquired? Is it just for me? You know, which is fine. But there was something in me that said, no, you're supposed to be sharing this on a larger scale. And, um, I said, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, I'm the type of person, you got to hit me upside the head, like with the brick and say, this is it. Like, I don't take hints very well. And uh, very clearly, very calmly, very concisely, I heard, take them on the journey. I thought, okay, don't know exactly what that means, but okay. And, um, and so I did, I did. I just started I started one thing. Oh, actually, let me tell you this. But really what happened uh, right in that moment, probably like not even not even two minutes later, I get a ding on my phone. I look at my phone and there is an email from uh, meetup.com. I had joined this raw vegan meetup group in Houston, um, you know, maybe a year prior. And the email said the organizer of this group has um, stepped down. And if no one steps in to be the organizer, uh, we'll have to dismantle the group. And I, this is right after I said, what am I supposed to do with this, right? This information. I look at the phone. I look, I clicked on the link. The group has like 1100 people. I'm like, well, there's 1100 people that are interested in holistic health. Literally right after I asked, what am I supposed to do? Right. Click the button. I said, okay, I'll be the organizer of the group. And then that's really how it all started. And things just started unfolding and, you know, unfolding. People started showing up, opportunities started opening up, clients started coming. Um, it was a pretty amazing process. And then um, what ended up happening along the way is, again, just very naturally, people would just reach out, like friends, colleagues would reach out. What are you doing? How are you doing this? And so then I started just unofficially kind of coaching and mentoring um, healthcare professionals on, on how to start their own business. So now I get the honor, privilege to do both. I help women, high achieving women, uh, I teach high achieving women how to heal their bodies with the foods that they eat. 
the thoughts that they think and the words that they speak so that they can release excess weight and most importantly, prevent and reverse disease. And then on the other side, I get to help overworked, burnt out healthcare professionals who are wanting to really um, build something that's all their own, help them combine their expertise with their passion and their purpose to create an online business, a six-figure online business. So best of both worlds, best of both worlds. So that was the long version. (laughs) No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I want to know what um, the process of you making the decision Mm. to leave healthcare to leave the ICU and really launch into entrepreneurship full time. Because, you know, we all go to school. We want to help people. We want to serve. And as you know, school's not easy. It's not a cakewalk. No, it's not. Uh, But (laughs) what made you, I want to kind of go back to that time when you made that decision. Sure. Um, So at that point in time in my life, I was working as most nurses do. I was working a a lot of hours, probably anywhere from four to six 12-hour shifts a week in the ICU. And I was getting a little burned out, as most of us do. I was really getting tired of like sacrifice. At the time, my kids were little. They were like, I didn't have kids when I first started nursing. And then at this point in time, they were, I don't know, four and six or two and four, something like that. So they were little. And I was like, gosh, you know, I work night shift by choice. Um, and I was like, I'm not seeing my kids, you know, I'm not able to put my kids to bed only two or three days a week. And this kind of stinks. And so I was really, really starting to get a little restless. And then I remember distinctly, I I, I remember exactly where I was standing in surgical ICU next to bed 22. I remember saying, um, well, let me, let me take it back for a second, because when I first started nursing, the majority of the patients in, in the ICU that I worked in, they were like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, even 100s, um, which is kind of what you expect, right? But at this point in time, when I'm standing in front of, you know, sur- in bed 22 in surgical ICU, I remember standing there, I, think, I started thinking, I said, we are doing something wrong. So we as a society, as a healthcare professions, professionals, because the patients were... 30s, 40s, in ICU, 50s. And I'm like, oh man, like we're we're doing something wrong that our patients are getting younger, sicker, um, or they're getting sicker, younger, right? And so that's when I knew I'm like, okay, this is it doesn't align with 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 what I want to do anymore. Um, coupled with the fact that again, I was not seeing my family, I was really getting burned out. And, um, and, and not really feel like I was really making a difference. Yes, I was keeping people alive. I mean, yeah, you know, that's what you do in ICUs. Keep them alive for 12 hours, right? Um, more than that. But, you know, in, in a nutshell, you know, um, you don't want them to die on your shift, that's for sure. And, you know, they're critically ill. But I was like, I, wanna, I, want, I don't want people to get to this point. You know, and so I didn't know what that looked like, but I just knew that that was, that was the kind of a define, defining moment for me. That's how I remember it so clearly where I was and everything, um, because that's when I made the decision, okay, I, I need to do something different. That's when I actually transitioned to um, education, still healthcare, but education. Yeah. Nice, and nice. then, mm-hmm. oh, I did, okay. and, yeah, no, and I did that for a while at that same, at the same hospital. And then um, what I learned is that I could travel, I could travel and, and do it in a, consult, in a, a consultative uh, capacity instead of as an employee. And I, that always that always appealed to me uh, being my own boss. And so I decided to start a consulting company, consulting company. Um, first, it was education related. It was, I would travel uh, teaching physicians and nurses, the EMR, whether it was Epic or Allscripts or 
Cerner, all of them. Um, and then I ended up transitioning to project management because I really love managing that whole process. So it's one of the, one of the great things about nursing. You can, do, you can do so much. You can do so much with nursing. Um, so yeah, so that, so that was, to answer your question, that was what made me transition was really just um, the realization that it wasn't quite in alignment with what I wanted to be doing anymore because I wanted to be more on the preventative side and not so much, okay, now you're in ICU, let's, you know, let's get you better. Yeah, but how about we don't, how about we prevent you from going to ICU? How about we start there? Yeah, it's so needed. And I think, you know, with the pandemic, we're seeing the effects of that, right? That that primary prevention, which we talk about it, but it's not really a thing. Right. It's not really part of our healthcare model. It's It's not. not. It's It's not. not. And so, yeah. So, yep. So I decided I wanted to be on that side, that, that side of the equation. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's wonderful. And we, we have so many health and wellness coaches out there now. So it definitely um, is needed, but I would love to get your perspective since you're out of the frame and you can see the picture now of nursing. Mm. So much is going on, as you know, right. Yes. With the pandemic, with stress, nursing shortage was capping salaries. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to just get your perspective on what's going on with the profession. Cause in my mind, The profession, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. We were in, we were in trouble before, but we, we are in trouble right now. I would agree wholeheartedly. We are definitely in trouble. Um, I think, you know, last year, um, well, let's just say this, not only are, as a whole is the profession in trouble, I think even as the individual, you know, the amount of nursing is already stressful. I don't care if you're in ICU, ER, I don't care what, what specialty it is. It's already stressful. You're responsible for lives, right? It's already stressful. Now compounded with, you know, this whole pandemic and all that's going on. Um, and now you're exposing, yes, we're always, we always know we're at, <clears throat> excuse me, we're exposing ourselves, we're potentially exposing ourselves to things. We know that, but this is a whole nother beast, whole nother beast. So now you've got, you know, already high stress um, situation, now we've got this exposure to uh, whatever we're calling it <laughs> for politically, you know, to be politically correct. We're, we're, we're exposed to all that's going on. Um, we, and then we've got this whole fear that's, you know, and then we've got this calorie, the calorie salary uh, cap. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, last year, 2021, we've heard the term for the first time, the great resignation. Mm-hmm. Right, people are were leaving, are were and are continuing to leave the workforce in droves because of all the things I just mentioned, and then some. Um, and because a lot of us were forced to, depending on what you, how you worked, even even healthcare providers, a lot of healthcare providers, I have a lot of friends that are nurse practitioners. Um, they went to more of a telehealth model. Even doctors, mm-hmm. you know, uh, went to a telehealth model. Um, but I think, and I think the blessing in that is that we were able to see, we don't have to necessarily, yes, yes, there has to be someone on the front line. Absolutely has to be someone taking, touching the patient, taking care of the patient. But there's a lot of things that can be done um, to still impact care uh, while keep, still keeping ourselves safe um, through, through what we're doing right now, through what we're doing right now. So, yeah. Yeah, the um, great resignation. So, so my take on that is, you know, looking at all the data and the articles the reason for great resignation are really external stressors. It's things that we can't really control, can't. right? That really yeah. start, you know, developing internal stressors, right? So like Absolutely. You know, our, our negative thoughts, our, you know, anxiety, depression, all those things are exacerbated 
buy it. But but what's so great about this time, even though it's not a great time, is that um, we're able to see our potential. I love it. And, and what I always say is that as nurses, when we're so stressed and burnt out, it's hard to really see that. It is. It's, you can't, it's very difficult to create mm-hmm. in, a sp- in that space. And so what I do believe as well, I mean, I look at this, yes, it's a bad thing, but there's some beautiful things that have come from this experience that we've all been in together for the last two years. And that is, um, we're really getting into a space where we are allowing ourselves to tap into what really makes us happy, what really is our passion, what really is our purpose, and how can we serve in a different capacity? How can we serve at a greater level, right? And I love, I tell you what, one of the things that just lights me up is when I'm on Instagram uh, or, or, or Facebook or even LinkedIn for that matter, and I'm scrolling through and I see, you know, uh, people's names and their initials, it might say RN or BSN or MS or whatever. There's a, they're a nurse in some capacity, but they are, they're, they're building their own brand, right? They have their own business where I don't care what it is from aesthetics to holistic health, to functional medicine, to there's, there is a plethora of things. And that makes me so happy um, to see that nurses are really tapping into their gifts and, and using them in a different way. That's bringing them more joy. Yes. And still yeah. contributing to society and still contribute to society, right. still contributing to the betterment of people, to the health of people, mm-hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, all of the above. That's exciting to me. I love it. I love it because I, there's not been any time that I'm aware of in history that, that this has happened like this. No, yeah. I mean, in, in times of disaster, you can, what do you do with it? Right. Do you make the best of it or do you let it swallow you basically? Yeah, so a absolutely. lot of nurses are doing amazing things in this world. Uh, yeah. What would you I'm tell? I'm so proud of us. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so proud too. of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're doing. We're gonna... But we, we need to get the other ones out there who have that potential, so they could tap into their brilliance, so they it's... can impact the world. So I was going to ask, what would you tell a nurse who's out there listening, who's feeling bogged down, feeling yeah. stressed, out, like they don't have any more to give? What would you mm. tell them? Oh, that's such a great question. So what I would tell them is allow, give themselves some space. And by space, I don't care if that means you got to go check yourself into a hotel for the night or go, go drive out, maybe, you know, drive out to a beach or a coast or get some place where you can just be and think and really feel into what it is that you, that, you, that, 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 what is your heart's desire? And it's okay. It's okay. I, I would say this. I had the I had the guilties for a little bit. The guilties. I was like, but I'm leaving nursing. And in that way, in that setting, because my whole life I've known since sixth grade that I wanted to be a nurse. And so part of me was like, you know, that imposter syndrome kind of kicks in too. Who am I to do something different? Well, you know, life is good. But you know, we've heard this before. The enemy of the enemy of great is good. And so, yeah, life is good probably maybe not for some but for most you know life is good for all intents and purposes right but why not elevate that to great and so a lot of times it's particularly as nurses as moms wives and all the many hats that we wear we actually lose touch with really what's really important to us we lose touch with ourselves mm-hmm. and so I ask this question all the time just working with you know uh, women entrepreneurs or women who are moving into entrepreneurship um, women period what do you like? What makes you happy? They're like, oh, okay, wait, let me think. 
and I'm, and it takes a second. So I will, I would tell that person, I would tell them, take a second, take two seconds, take as much time as you need to give yourself, take yourself out of your environment. You can't do it. I don't think you can do it at home or do it at work. I think you need to change your scenery. Again, just get in your car and drive someplace, right? Check yourself into a hotel, do something. Go sit on the beach. It's cold, depending on where you are, but go sit someplace at a coffee shop even. And just allow your, engage the one, I think one of the most um, uh, beautiful gifts that we were born with, which is our imagination. Engage your imagination. What if you, if there were no limits, because really the only limits that there are is what we put on ourselves. So if there were no, exactly, it's mental. If there were no, what would you do? What would you like to do? If you could, if you, if, if you could, what would you just, and no, no limits on it. And, 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 and really dig into that and know, cause I run into this all the time, particularly working with healthcare professionals, you know, enough, you are brilliant. We are brilliant women and men. Um, when I'm speaking specifically to the women, we are brilliant and we have probably been in our field of expertise five, 10, 20, 25, 30 years. Do you know how much stuff, you know, you know, a lot of stuff, you are brilliant. And so a lot of times I know that imposter, like I said, the imposter syndrome kicks in. I don't know enough. I don't know. You know, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know, enough to, to take a step. You don't know it all. We never know it all. And that's okay. You learn along the way, but you know enough to just take a step, take a step forward, do what you do know and allow for the unfolding. That's it. Allow space for that unfolding. Yeah. Allow space to, to think, to imagine, give yeah. yourself space. That that's yeah. it. Time and space. That's what time I'm, and space. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. That's amazing. And let's talk a little bit more about your business. Cause I, I want to yeah. kind of uh, know more about, tell us the name of your business. Tell sure. us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your so, tell us, yeah. Tell us it what? A little, little juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So the room my company is uh, Green and Gorgeous. And I mentioned that there are two arms. Uh, one is holistic health coaching, where I work with, um, I have a, I have private uh, one-on-one clients as well as a group uh, coaching program. And it's all around holistic health. It's all around helping reverse disease. It's really around um, self care and not in the manicure, pedicure, massage. No, eating, feeding yourself, hydrating yourself, breathing. You know, there's, there's, we forget about how, about how important breathing is. That's one of the things we can only go seconds without breathing really. And so, but being intentional about your breath, but um, so that's, so that's the one side. Love that clients. Uh, and, and, and one of the main focuses is helping, um, helping women re- build their health so that they don't need medication. So a lot of my clients come to me, they have diabetes, they have um, high blood pressure, and we're able to get down the, get down their blood pressure, get down their, uh, or get, eliminate their diabetes. One of my, uh, my clients now, her, she came to me, her hemoglobin A1C was 11. And now it is 6.9. And that wow. was after, yeah, that was after about, uh, I think four months. Um, so yeah, so Lots of great um, healing going on over there in that space. And then in the other space, um, working with women who, who are ready to really embrace their gifts, their talents, their expertise, their many years of expertise and wanting to really pivot and create something that's all their own online, um, combining their expertise and their passion and their purpose and monetizing that. 
Now, what if someone wants to get into being healthy, right? So <laughs> your first arm, right, of, uh-huh. of just being healthy and taking care of self. And I know you go live and you're in the kitchen. Tell us a little bit about I that. Am. Yeah, yeah, I go live every week. That's always so fun. I'm, I'm kind of sad. I'm going to miss that today. Uh, I mean, I'm going to miss that this week. But I, I go live every week inside of my private um, community. Facebook community. And, um, and I'm always making something quick because I don't like to be in the kitchen that much. <laughs> and a lot of people think, oh my gosh, eating healthier is going to, it's going to take all day. It doesn't have to. Most of everything that I make takes 15 minutes or less. Most things take about seven to 10 minutes, uh, whether that's dessert or whether that's a actual meal. Um, and so what I do every week, I alternate in the kitchen. I have what's called, um, it's my eat to live show. Eat to live, and I do that every week, alternating something sweet with a, something savory. So this week would have been—I um, actually was going to do chocolate-covered strawberries, a healthy chocolate um, that takes seven minutes max to make. Um, and but I—I I have to I'm reschedule it for next week. So anyway, um, but yeah, we do all kinds of really fun things like um, chocolate-covered strawberries uh, as a snack. Uh, I oh, one of my favorite things to make is a. Um, pineapple coconut mango tart it's actually it's good if you like peach cobbler you'll love this and it's it's totally healthy totally healing everything is it's whole foods um and it's super simple and quick to make it's delicious it is so doggone good it's crazy um and then we make things like uh a couple weeks ago i made a pesto um pesto zoodles so you know what zoodles are no no, they're like zucchini noodles. So you take a zucchini oh, and use a spiralizer okay. to spiral them in the shape of noodles. And then a really creamy, delicious pesto sauce. Um, gosh, we make so many great things. Uh, avocado stuffed portobello mushrooms. That's one of my favorites. That's everyone's favorite. Even my husband, who's not vegetarian or vegan. Uh, he's like, can you make some of that mushroom stuff? I'm like, yes, I can. I got you. <laughs> so, and again, less than 10 minutes. So there's a whole, there's so many things that you can make um, and eat healthy you can eat healthy quickly and it doesn't have to be costly either. That's a, a really big misconception. Yeah. 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 What's the name of your, your community on Facebook? Holistic health and empowerment community, holistic awesome. health and empowerment community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can you give us three benefits of being vegan? Absolutely. There's a preponderance of evidence that, that, that shows, um, number one decrease and, um, heart disease. Unfortunately, that's, I don't even know where it is now up in the, in terms of the numbers, it's up, it's like one of the top three cancer, heart disease. And, and, and unfortunately diabetes is way up there as well. I, I think those are the top three now, cancer, heart disease, and, and, and diabetes, which, or metabolic disease, which is horrible. Um, so plant-based. So, uh, number one, um, definitely, no, let me actually clarify this. You, there's a lot of junk food, plant-based junk food. So that is not what we're talking about here. There's lots of highly processed plant-based foods. A whole nother discussion. But if we're talking about whole food, plant-based, then yes, number one, you're going to get energy through the roof, through the roof. So if you're out there and you're like, oh my God, like you're getting, you're, you're having to get through um, your day with several pots of coffee or several cups of coffee and sugar, and you have that crash at three o'clock and you're like, oh, let me eat something. Um, plant-based whole foods, plant-based you, the one, the first thing you'll see immediately increase in energy, increase in energy, no doubt about it. Another thing you'll see again, whole food, plant-based decrease in weight. It just happens naturally. 
right? Because you've taken out all the other that processed stuff that your food, your body does not know what to do with that. If you can't pronounce it, I always say, if you can't pronounce it, don't put it in your body because your body doesn't know what to do with it. And it's, it's and yeah, and, and it looks as it looks at it as a toxin. And your body's not going to release weight. Your body's not going to be able to heal with all these toxins. All right. So, um, what did I start with? Uh, weight, uh, decrease your heart, uh, decrease your risk for heart disease, all disease for that matter. Uh, decrease um, weight and increased energy. Mm. I mean, like, and I don't know who don't want any of those three, three things. And it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. A lot of people are like, well, I got to stick with my chick, you know, whatever it is. Okay. What about, what about, what if you just did, you know, we hear Pareto's principle, 80-20 rule, right? What if we just did 80-20? So 80% of the time eat whole food plant-based and that 20, if you want to have a fried pork chop, I mean, I don't say, I, I would still recommend not, but if that's what you want to do with your 20%, go for it. I have a friend that she's like, I cannot, she's I start every day with bacon. I'm like, Number one, you know that's not a good idea, right? Like, I mean, we all know this. No one thinks it's a great idea to start your day with bacon every single day, right? But I said, you know what? Honestly, if that's how you want to start, if that's how you want to use up your twenty percent, more power to you. What you'll find is once you do start, like, kind of shift to an eighty twenty, your taste buds evolve, your taste buds change, your body. You notice how those that twenty percent of food affects your body. You're like, oh, like I feel sluggish. I'm bloated. My eyes are puffy just mental clarity is not there. And so you kind of very organically start to say, mm, maybe not, maybe I'll, maybe I won't do so much. Yeah. But go for 80, 20. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Shoot, go for 50, 50, start, start someplace. Right. Start, start someplace. Yeah. Commit to something. Commit to something. Commit to, Commit something. to something. Yeah. Yeah, so Sharice, before we wrap up, can you tell people how to get in contact with you? And then I want to take you through a rapid fire before we... And ah, together. awesome. Perfect. Yeah. So how can they get in touch with me? I am Sharice W on uh, Facebook. I'm Sharice Williams on, and my name is at the bottom of the screen. If you guys are actually watching this, if they're on a podcast, Sharice is spelled slightly different. <laughs> uh, it's with a C, C-H. Uh, so uh, Sharice Williams on Instagram, Sharice W on Facebook. Um, and if you're on Facebook, of course, you can um, uh, uh, check out my community, Holistic Health and Empowerment Community. Nice. Such an awesome community. Like I said, she has a Thank beautiful you. kitchen. She's in there cooking and chefing it up. So <laughs> yeah. quickly. Yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah. So please yeah. join her community. So okay. let's get to the rapid fire. So answer, yes. you know, the question with the first thing that comes to your mind to okay. answer the question or finish the sentence. Okay. This ought to so, be fun. Yes. Wellness means life. I know I'm stressed when I can't think. My go-to stress management solution is walking getting outside outside something people get wrong about me is something people get wrong about me is huh that's a good one I had someone once tell me um they thought I was unapproachable I'm like (laughs) the approachable person ever yeah awesome one thing I learned about myself during the pandemic is Mm, how resilient I am And how creative I am. Yes. Awesome. And the last one is some quote or saying that gets me through when I'm Mm. down or stuck is. Wow. (laughs) I've got like so many legs like flashing (laughs) through my brain. Um, I'll go with my staple. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was amazing. And we'll have to have you back. Thank you. This was a pleasure. This was fun. I love the rapid fire one. <laughs> yes. I enjoyed the whole thing, actually. So thank you. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sharice. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Between episodes, you can follow the Nurse Wellness Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Before you go, I would love to share a free mindfulness ebook with you. Go to stressblueprint.com backslash 35 and download your free copy. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best. If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.